This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, don't we? We do. It's short. It's fun. You can send it to all your friends, post it on your story. We love, love, love that. And if you haven't gotten tickets to see our live show, check it out. Betches.co slash U Up Live 21 and you know, if you're listening to this, it's your first episode ever. You should come. If you um, are a regular listener, you should come. Everyone should come. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, we are a pro coming podcast. And <laughs> let, <laughs> then let's just say this. Also, if you have invited a friend, send them this episode. Like these are the ones to be like, hey, this is kind of the the vibe. They they read people's texts. They, you know, they're given commiseration. They're talking dating. I mean, this is a. We got screenshots, people. So this is a screenshot episode. Um, and this is kind of this. Ha- you know, the Sunday specials are more representative of what a live show would be because it's a little bit more quick and a little bit more, you know, uh, digestible. A, a little bit digestible. But also um, we're prying open the 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 dark side of dating. We're seeing the text. We're getting we're getting some the goods here. We are. Uh, and I really like this question. Let's we do just it. jump right in. Okay. Jump in. Dear Jared and Jordan, a longtime fan, you up with benefits subscriber. You guys are the best. Thank you. So a dating experience I had this week triggered a moment of self-reflection. And I immediately thought I need J and J's advice. We're here for you, baby girl. This is a guy. <laughs> oh, <Here's-> God. <laughs> <laughs> he could be baby girl, too. It's okay. Here's what happened. I'm on the apps and dating again three months after a breakup. I met this girl from Hinge and we slept together on our first date. The sex was really fun for both of us. We saw each other a second time. (laughs) You're right. This is a man. (laughs) So he assumes. Yeah. Sex was great. Everyone had a good time. Everyone involved would would do it again. Everyone came a thousand (laughs) times. We saw each other a second time the next day. Again, having great sex and enjoying each other's company. We couldn't hang out for about a week after this. I had a trip planned. During this time, she starts to text me a lot. I'd say she would initiate uh, eight text conversations to every one of my texts, texting me many times per day. I would always reply to her quickly because I thought she was cool and wanted to see her again. Great sex, a bonus for sure. I kept my replies pretty short. And though I matched her excited tone, I stopped initiating conversations, hoping she would take the hint. Then I got COVID, mild case. (laughs) And she was really nice, but she was still texting a lot. And the tone of her text was more emotional, saying she missed me, et cetera, just a bit more than I was feeling. We had only hung out twice. Even so, I was still into her, wanted to see her again. So here's where I made a fateful choice. I decided to call her and tell her how I felt about the rate of texting. Not a big deal, right? I call her and I say, hey, I still think you're cool and definitely want to go out again. I am just feeling a little overwhelmed with the amount of texting. So can we dial that back a bit? My delivery could have been better. I sounded 
a little like Larry David on Curb. <laughs> I definitely was coming from a place of positivity. So it's, it's a little too much texting. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> <laughs> she gets upset. We end the phone call, but quickly. And the following text exchange occurs. Screen, uh, see screenshots attached. Should we read the screenshots before we finish yeah. the email? And this okay. is post call. Yes, post call. Okay. Um, so he said, so you'll be him and I'll be. Okay. Okay. So he said, hey, do you have a couple minutes to chat on the phone? Yeah. Okay. So this guy's a, this guy's a good emailer. Seriously, really he puts all the details everything. in. <laughs> all the deets are in here. And then he puts, we talk on the phone. Okay. So this is post phone call. Okay. And then if you weren't into me, you wouldn't have the audacity to ask me to be less in touch. Five peace signs. Good luck. <laughs> I honestly don't understand why this is such a big deal. I'm just communicating about my feelings. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed, but it doesn't mean I don't like you or don't want to continue seeing you. Okay. Then there's a missed call. I guess um, she calls him and then she texts because he doesn't answer. I'm willing to talk about it, which is why I called. I don't want to talk on the phone right now. Contextually, it makes sense. What does? My reaction. In what context? That you were sunburnt and had a couple of beers? Okay. In the context that getting COVID, which you might have, had a very serious, serious impact on me and my life. And also in the context that my last relationship was emotionally abusive to the point that sending you texts is incredibly vulnerable for me. I'm allowed to react imperfectly to your boundaries. Uh, well, I'm very sorry about the last relationship and didn't mean to trigger you. I guess my point is when I asked you to give me some space, I felt like you were attacking me. I think you felt hurt by that and lashed out. I was trying to be considerate by just being honest about what I wanted communication wise. I also said I wanted to continue to see you and that I liked you. This is difficult for me to discuss over text. Understood. I'm not in the mood to talk on the phone. I think I definitely need some space. Okay. Okay. Then he says, I think the ship has sailed. This is his email to us. I think the ship has sailed on our chances at love, but at least I can take this opportunity to better myself. My question to you is this. Was I out of line? I thought she and I would laugh about this and continue to see each other with less texting. <laughs> Am I a sociopath? <laughs> would a normal person have realized that this isn't something that should be said out loud? Humbly waiting for your reply. I love this email. Great email. Um, I don't think it's black or white. I think I that they're like, I think this is one of those tough ones to, to answer because it's like, like, first off, so let, let me, let me agree with the guy first. Cause I, I have recently been in these situations where the texting is getting ahead of where you are as a actual relationship. Right. This happens all the time, and I totally understand it. And I actually think he's acting more mature than I have in this situation. Like, I, I've been texting with people, and I'm like, man, we've hung out twice, and we're texting like we've been in a year relationship. Right. And it's a hard... I mean, what he did, I actually think, was mature and did yeah. take... Um, it was a mature way to go about the situation. And he was like, you know what I mean? Like, he was... Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say it over the phone. Mm -hmm. um, I, we can't see the delivery over the phone, but we have what he told us. Um, and kind of like you said, I don't think anyone's like the villain in this conversation. Yeah. To me, it seems like 
he obviously hit a nerve. She's obviously mm-hmm. like she feels a little insecure about, I guess, communicating. She says that even in the text that she, that's something that like she feels is vulnerable for her to be texting someone. So like just because I agree that his I don't think it was totally rational and totally fair for him to say this is too much texting for me and to tell her that I even think it's probably the right decision. I can also see having been in sort of her shoes where you could take this as like more hurtful than it's intended to be and feel like, and it could make you feel really bad, even if that wasn't the intention of the, of the caller. Well, I, I think, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I could see to me, the call is mature. His texts are not. Well, yeah, I think it's weird that he wouldn't call her back. After That's he called thing. her originally, you you opened up this can of worms. You're li- you you said to this woman, "I really like you and I want to see you again," um, but the texting is getting. I, I guess I'm using my words now, where I'm saying the the texting is a little bit too much for me right now. And I don't know how he said that, but for him not to call her back and say, "I'm done with the phone." I think that's right. a little immature because are you willing to work with her or not? You say you're willing to go out again. You're willing to work together, but like you're trying. And obviously your point didn't get across. Now it seemed as though he was turned off by her reaction to him looking for space. Like, right. and, and that's okay too. But when you, you know, when he says there's a couple of texts that just rub me wrong. I don't want to talk on the phone. And then, my reaction in what context that you were sunburnt and had a couple of beers. Right. Like, that's rude. He that's a little that's rude to like make it the, that she's not right of mind, that she's too drunk to have this conversation with you. Like that's not fair to her either. Like and also, if you don't want to talk now, when do you want to talk about this? If you're willing to work with her on it. But, right. It seemed like he just wanted to like complain about this, have her like blindly accept it and then mm-hmm. like not talk about it anymore when she's but she's actually trying to like almost She's trying to have an intimate conversation, which will actually let him get to know her on a deeper level due to this. I mean, obviously she's mad. Clearly that's coming through. She's like upset. That's fair. I would be, I would probably be upset even if I like tried to show it less potentially, like I would still probably be upset. So almost good for her that she's like stating like, this is making me upset or this, you know, and she's trying to say like, sort of give him context for like where that comes from. Like, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. Like for me, like texting you is being vulnerable. So it's like really painful for you to say that like, it's too much for you. I, I also don't think it's fair of her to bring up last relationships. Th- those things might be true, but like his intent wasn't to bring up the, the, well, he's, he shouldn't have to pay for her last relationship. No. And, and, but when she says like emotionally abusive to the point that sending you the text is incredibly vulnerable for me, like that part kind of turned me off to her because now they're they're both kind of you know taking out the weapons. Like he's well, taking out the weapon of like of like you're drinking and she's taking out the weapon of like I've you know I have you know uh mental health issues that you're not being right well it's like he know. didn't know about those. Totally. Also. Right. I think it's kind of interesting cuz he's like is this too much community? Like, did I over communicate? And it's like, no, but you did. I think you like half communicated. So the first part totally. that he did totally right, totally like fair of someone to do. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's all you need for you can't like half communicate or only co- oh, communication is also about listening. Yeah. 
I think. And all, and I don't think either of them are particularly like listening to each other. They're both just trying to be the one who's right and almost like villainize the other, like the way that he's doing that. Because like saying saying your complaint is only one half of the battle. The other <laughs> yeah, battle, yeah. the other part is like listening to where the other person's coming from. And I don't really know that either of them are really doing that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And like, you can't say I want to go on a date with you and keep seeing with you, like at the end of like, but like where they get no response in your like. I would feel weird if I was texting someone like they were like someone I really liked, and this is how I text, and then they were like, "This is a little much," and then I would be like, "Okay, can you explain on that?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, like that would you know, sting. I think that would be. Yeah. I would. I would be offended by that too, and I don't think there's any. And I think he was kind of like, "Well, because I was honest, like she has to just mm. like listen, accept that like she's texting too much, and then text me less, and we'll be good." It's like, no, like usually when you like something's bothered, like if like if you're willing, if you if if it's something's bothering you enough to like complain about it, you also it has to be a conversation, not just like totally. you saying I, that. Yeah. And, but it is also hard to do because I'm thinking of my, you know, I'm putting myself in his shoes of like like the one thing that he wrote that was very um that stood out. Um then I got a mild uh, got COVID. She was really nice. But she was still, still texting me a lot, and the tone of her text was more emotional, saying she missed me, et cetera, just a bit more than I was feeling. Like, I've been at that juncture, and it's like, what do you do? Like, how hard it is to call that person and be like, listen, like, we're at month 12 here, yeah, but actually month three. You know, yeah. like, how do you even communicate that? And I can understand why that's awkward. But how do you roll it back? How do you roll back the text when you are two months in with someone, but the texts are a year in with someone? I'm I'm asking you. I I think that's a hard well, thing to do. I've done that too, where I've I've had to tell someone that like they were going at a faster pace than me, and it was making me a little uncomfortable. And I can, it's like both embarrassing for the person and also mm. like tough to actually say. But it's kind of like. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I get why she, she, what she said, which I thought was fine, was like, I'm allowed to react imperfectly to your boundaries, which is fair. Like, she's like, that's fair. I'm, she's almost owning the fact that she's being a little irrational, mm -hmm. um, but saying like, give me a break. Like, this was like kind of an offensive thing to do. I agree that she shouldn't have brought the ex into it. This is like, jarring. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. almost seems like these are like, like she like has some like, I don't even know. Like, are you, is your question like, how should she, how should he have done this? Um, I, I guess I'm making it more broad because I think like we both agree that like the act of calling his initial act is like, good for you, buddy. Yeah. Like, you owned how you felt. And then the way he handled it afterwards basically makes him look like he, he, he got less mature as this went along. Right. Um, I think and I think we're both saying that she has a right to feel jarred by this information. And then she kind of went to her bag of weapons to try and get him to submit to her. And he wasn't doing that. So they both kind of look a little bit off. But at the same time, if he was willing to work with her, then this could have worked out. Right. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry first plant forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and sea holly bio extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second 
Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Here's how I think the healthier version of this would go. They have this phone call. And then instead of texting him, if you were if you were into me, you wouldn't have had the audacity to be ask me to be less in touch. Good luck. And instead, I would say something like, hey, like me, like I appreciate you saying how you felt. I I feel like kind of shitty about like what you said to me. Mm -hmm. Like it hurts me. I kind of felt like I was being vulnerable by texting you so much. And like, honestly, it was like I, I thought it was going well. So I feel like kind of weird about like how that went. Like, can we talk on the phone and sort of can like, we talk we, again to we, right. Can we like, can we, can we speak again? I don't like how we left that. Yeah. I guess I've, I had forgotten about her initial text kind of starts at. It's aggressive. I, yeah. It's, well, it, it starts at if you were into me, this is like the, like what's that saying where it's like, if you're confused, then you and it's an, if you're confused, it's a no. Yeah, something like if it's that. A maybe it's, like, it's a no. If you're confused, it's a no. Yeah, that 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 faux feminism line that is really just you not having any feelings ever, <laughs> you know. And it seems like she abides by that. Like if she, she doesn't want to reveal, hey, I like you, and that's why I'm texting you that much. She makes it about you're not into me. That's why you don't want to text me. 
And it's like right. she this is her way of kind of blocking off having It's a defense like, uh, mechanism. It's a defense yeah. mechanism. So I, I you're right. Like her even saying hey like can we regroup on this i don't feel well about this This is an admittance that like i like you like i i think like right and i can understand having gotten that as the initial reaction why he would be like okay like this isn't like i understand his part of being like okay like this person is like not reacting in like a mature or like whatever way although again like it just happened so i I give her i cut her some slack there but i can see why he'd be like okay like this didn't go as i wanted to this doesn't really seem like it's going anywhere yeah and and they again uh i guess to defend him they've only hung out twice so right there's not so much to salvage right yeah so it's not like he's basically going oh you didn't even see my side so i'm out but I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in right. his, in in that scenario. I might I might do the same as him. I might see that text from her and go, uh, "This isn't worth kind of the reclamation right. project that has to go on here." Where he was like, "Okay, like I was into it. I tried to like make it work for me. It doesn't seem like I'm getting the reaction that feels right." So like, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. I get. I kind of that's what I'm saying. Like both of them, I understand both of their reactions it's funny because i would i do think talking on the phone is like good and nice but Mm -hmm. in this scenario i'm thinking it might have almost been better to send a thoughtful text and then almost like let the person let the person like like think about it and sit with it for a second before responding almost i think you're right it's 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 funny because like i never even thought of that until you like you're you're right where it's like even a te- like a call is like, can we talk? Like becomes right. so much more like and, ending versus like working with me. Totally. And then I could feel like how why your gut reaction the second you saw something would be like to be like, well, fuck that person. But then like mm. if you sat and thought about it for a second, like and you're on the phone, so you have to respond immediately. Whereas sure. I do think if someone sent me like a text like that, that was like, hey, I'm like, I'm really into you and I really like hanging out with you. To be totally honest, like the texting can be a little bit much for me. Like I would have time to like think about it, process it. Like I might not respond for like a little as like I thought about it and then give like a more thoughtful response. Sure. Also, the text lets you kind of field it to a couple friends. Totally. Like, you know, like (laughs) I like because I when he says it turned into like a Larry David moment, it's like it doesn't sound like he rehearsed this too much. And it's like, okay. (laughs) And so if you didn't rehearse at all, how much do you care about seeing this person again? Maybe not as much as you're saying. Um, But also if you sent the text to like, you know, a friend and his wife and or, you know, a couple female friends and we're like, hey, do you guys see where I'm coming from? Does this sound like, you know, you have to wonder how much you cared to keep this going. Right. And at a certain point, it's okay to be like, hey, this texting is a turnoff to me. That's okay. I'm realizing we're not the match based on how this texting is going. That's okay. But he didn't say that. He said, I still want to see you. So when you say, I still want to see you, and you're that person on the other side, it's like you've kind of put them in no man's land, and you didn't really give a thorough enough opportunity for a reclamation. 
Right. So I can see where she's like, I don't even in the moment, especially like just hearing mm-hmm. this out of nowhere is kind of like, well, what do I do with this information? Like her, probably her first thought, if she's feeling a little, in- it makes her feel super insecure and like, oh my God, I'm like this loser who texts this guy constantly. And I'm like, sure. You know, I mean, she probably goes to the worst place. Totally. Then, I, I could. Yeah. I could see her side and, and also thinking like, oh, he just wants to have sex because he's still keeping me on the line. Right. So I think that like it's almost it's funny because you would imagine that a call would always be better in terms of mm-hmm. like talking it out. But this might be. An occasion where it might be actually better. And then you could say after the text would be would be very happy to like talk on the phone if if you would prefer like to to talk it out there. Yeah, and it, but again, it goes back to how much did he really want to keep seeing her? Sounds like, eh, you kind of felt It sounds like, like eh, yeah. you, you know, and that's kind of, that's where the feedback to him is like, dude, you can't eh someone, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if you have that type. If you're going to have a talk with them, it's, and then you got to have, you got to be there for the talk. Right, it has to be a two-way conversation. Yeah, which this wasn't that. This was interesting. I, I like this one. I thought it was good, too. Usually there's clearly someone who's like more wrong. And I think that mm-hmm. like they were both wrong in their own special way. But both wrong in their own. <laughs> totally. And then but also like I've gone through this. I mean, I've I've I think you and I have talked on this subject before just offline. Yeah. Like the idea of like being ahead in one way, but not where the not being where the texts are is like a very 2021 issue and something that like is very hard to like reel back. in. Totally. And I mean, here's the thing. I feel like it's very rare that two people are on the like literal exact same page all of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. That doesn't happen a hundred percent of the time with any couple or any people, any two people that are dating. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's a matter of like how far one, how far apart you are on those things like are you yeah. ages away like there's usually one person who wants to define the relationship a little earlier than the other person sure you know one person yeah. who wants <laughs> to get engaged a little earlier one person who yeah. like wants to stop Nobody, seeing uh, people a little earlier it's okay in the history of relationships <laughs> there's been very few that are like three two one delete bumble <laughs> yeah right, yeah, right? <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like i think that's okay the question is like how far apart are you and how much of it can you take that's far away mm-hmm. from you? And also, like, how much are you willing to compromise to fit the other person's, like, timeline or need or texting frequency? Totally. Totally. It's, uh, this is why we play the game, people. This is why you got to come out to the U Up Live December 8th. If you're in New York City, it's a Wednesday night. Get those uh, tickets. Get the group chat. Also, subscribe. Send these to friends. If you're listening right now, that means you enjoy the show. That means you know someone who will enjoy the show. So make sure you share, share, share. Rate, review, subscribe. And uh, we're going to be back on Wednesday, right? Exactly. We will see you then. Goodbye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Madeline Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.